look, I spent um, about three hours trying to remix the Whopper 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 commercial into like matching the beat of our music, and it just never happened. It just oh. didn't happen, you know. Well, well, so, thank you for that effort. Thank you. So I tried you are really, every man. Really hard. That's what every man is doing right now. That's masculine. That's new masculinity. Okay, <laughs> okay, guys. Non toxic masculinity. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode number 499 of the podcast. I'm your host, Knox McCoy. And I'm your other host, Jamie Golden. The podcast is a show dedicated to delightful idiocy, and we're committed to educating you on things that entertain, but do not matter. To find out more about these interrogative, no, yep. interrogative. Oh, you got it. No, you got it. Is it interrogative? Time. No, I it can't so. be that. Is it? Okay. It's all what you want it to be, man. To find out more about these interrogating pursuits check us out I, I said the first one <laughs> and you willingly went Sorry. further and further right, away guys, he he writes these words and i don't know okay check us out at noxandjamie.com you can also find us on instagram and facebook at the podcast and we're on twitter at podcast pod thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be discussing qtnas but before we do that it's april which is a huge month here at the podcast media group as we announced last week, tickets went on sale for the Podcast Live for all of our best friends of the show, our B-Fots, on April 4th. You can still join us on Patreon and snag your own pre-sale code to join us in Austin on September 2nd or in Atlanta on September 30th. Plus, if you become a B-Fot, you can be at our 500th episode celebration extravaganza at our April AUA on Patreon. And on Friday, April 7th, Knox and I drop our latest episode in our series, What Should I Watch Next? all for B-Fots. The link is in the show notes. And if you want early access to live show tickets, but maybe you're not into joining our almost 10,000 B-Fots, we get it. It's not for everybody. But if you sign up for our free newsletter, note for the audio, then you get one day early access to live show tickets on Tuesday, April 11th, along with our friends of the show. Again, the link is in the show notes. Next week, 500th episode. We'll see you then. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, Jamie, let's do these freaking QTNAs. I'm so excited to talk about QTNAs because, fun fact, oh. the QTNA videos. 
that we used to do on Instagram. I don't. It could be six years ago. It could be two years ago. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> that was one of my favorite things we did. Me and too. And it had no still net value. To no, our it company. had no value. No, we re- we actually got no followers from it. And yep. uh, Aaron worked diligently on the editing of those and the filming yeah. and the sound and all the things. But you actually can still go watch them if you follow us on Instagram and you click on our Reels tab. You can scroll down and find our QTNAs. I, if I had to snake draft most miserable things done to Aaron in, in, in terms of like the life of our company. That's a, that's a top three pick. I don't know if it's a number one pick. I still feel like, um, live shows where sound people don't show up while Aaron is in her third trimester is probably the, the number one pick. Aaron, that's do you feel like that's right? Aaron, what's the worst thing we've ever made you do? Uh, yeah, that's definitely the angriest I've ever been. I mean, uh, we didn't know together... the sound people were going right. to not show up. That's not our fault, Jamie, but it did right. happen, you know? Yeah, no, it's really just any live show where I was in charge was a nightmare. <laughs> Listen, it, it definitely was the one where she was in her third trimester because that was in Portland. And that's when from stage I said, yeah. are we not having sound check? <laughs> and she looked at me like... <laughs> You'll never see another sun sunrise again. And yeah. we, you and I, that we left. We went and got donuts and left everybody because we were we were ticking everybody off. Like, not because we were divas, just because we were present. No, y'all now, were cute. Y'all were cute. It's fine. Credit to me. Look. I'm gonna say we. I'm gonna agree with the we, even though <laughs> I no, don't. It was me. No, I, it was me. It was a hundred. No, nope. Strike that from the record, uh, Jason. But don't keep it in. But like. Uh, <laughs> I think it was, and it was probably the things we were doing to uh, at the live show, through the live show, during her th- third trimester, and also no one was getting money. So that's probably that yeah. was probably tough for her guys, as well. It's stressful I would guess. when you're working that hard and not getting even a hundred dollars. Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, don't want to speak for you, Aaron, but I feel comfortable making that assumption. <laughs> you, you can, you can, you can rest easy in that. Yeah, yeah, you can rest yeah. easy in that. Yeah, but these, but the QTNAs, that's uh, uh, again uh, one of my favorite things, but it just didn't make sense, so we stopped doing them. But um, they, I thought they were visually very appealing, but I thought informationally they were also very appealing, which is why we wanted to center an episode <gasps> around some of these questions because you guys you so have so much. Thank you so much for saying i was visually appealing that was very sweet it, it's all con- connected in there isn't yeah, it? it it really is. is it really is but uh, listeners had some terrible stupid questions <laughs> they had some terrible stupid questions that were entertaining yeah. and some people just had really good questions what was your so, favorite question that we're not answering i know oh. what it is it's why are paper towels so big and toilet paper so small based on the messes they're supposed to clean up um look it's just there there's <laughs> The thing with that question isn't that we have anything to offer it. It's what went on behind the questioner's brain uh, space to be like, I need to put this, I need to get some answers about this. We, uh, I don't know if you had anything, I don't know if you had a QTA or anything, Jamie, uh, to get to, or, or if you just want to go ahead and jump straight to uh, the listener. No, question. they, their questions are so good. Let's get to that. Okay, let's do it. At first is Juniper Lee who said, what is Knox's retribution now that Adnan's conviction has been reinstated? Oh my gosh. What a great first question. I'm so, I don't know who arranged these, but I'm so <laughs> glad that they put this one first. Um, I, it is, it is of my professional honorable opinion right. that there is no retribution. This is not yours or Aaron's fault. That this has occurred, right? That's right. That's right. And I also say, in about like uh, twelve hours after they do the retrial, he's still going to be free, and yeah, it's still going to be what. That's it was. right. So, just as a reminder, this is based on the first season of the Serial Podcast. Uh, a Maryland appeals court last week reinstated the murder conviction of Adnan Syed, which had previously, by a different court, had been overturned. They said that it violated the right of Young Lee, the brother of the victim Heyman Lee, um, that he and he said in a statement they had only given him thirty minutes notice to get home 
gather his thoughts without the input of his lawyer and speak about his sister's murder with no information about the evidence supporting the state's motion to overturn his conviction. Um, and so he had to get on and they would not postpone it. And so he had to get on on Zoom. It does feel like you need more participation than that's my, super, my sister was murdered. Super duper sketchy. Yeah, um, it, and, it was. and honestly, a, a lot of this is because um, it's, it's the reason why. I didn't think this was real, like the uh, impending release or the overturning, because Marilyn Mosby, the uh, former Baltimore state's attorney, if you check into her past and her history, it's very dicey. It very is dicey. real, real criminal, allegedly, almost. Right. Um, but that doesn't mean, you know, she can't be a part of something actually needing to happen. So, well, you know, a lot of it, like uh, Aaron Coltrane, Jordan Emmett, they had all asked, along with other listeners, does this mm-hmm. mean that Jamie has to now eat hair? Ooh. And I replied, the terms of that bet that you made, eight because Knox said if Adnan was ever set free, mm-hmm. he that he would eat his hair. He did That's eat right. his hair in a AUA, which That's we right. will link to. If you want to become a BFOT, so you can watch that video. I don't know that we need it's a link to it, do we? Do we, do, do we need to do that? <laughs> and But I said the terms of that eight, bet eight years ago were with the universe. They weren't with yep. me. That's and right. And so the, the, the unfortunate thing is the universe has to eat hair. It doesn't the universe eat hair every day anyway. I think like, it does in a lot of right. ways. Also, sure. I, I would say uh, it did make me ask, though, because so like in terms of gambling debts that are paid, right? Okay. That one is paid. I don't need to be unpaid. I don't need right. a reimbursement or refund. Yeah. That is what it is. I, I I would like to check in because I never got clarity because you did have a health emergency. There was there was a bet on your side where if um what was what was the movie? It was The Rock and Emily Blunt and Jesse Plemons. Jungle Cruise. I wore that Prussian costume. I wore it with the now, hat and the whole thing. You did wear it. If if memory serves, the terms of the bet were that you had to wear it at your place of work for an entire place of work day. And I did that wore also happen? I did wear it all day. It just happened to be that that day I worked from home. Interesting. Here's the thing, guys. Interesting. You cannot make you cannot make a person wear a Prussian costume from mm. pre World War II and it not be problematic. Okay. I now, the, now the spin zone to that is maybe your mouth shouldn't write checks. That your Prussian well, uh, costume the, body be, isn't can ready Can I be to honest? Cash. When you said I'd have to wear a Prussian prince costume, I thought it was going to be more like Prince Charles and yeah. that vibe. I I don't know that I paid a, cl- a lot of attention to Jesse Plemons sure. in that really awful movie. And so for me, yeah, I mean, in, in, in your in your defense, you probably weren't like, what was the sitch in World War One? How close were they to Nazism? Was I it a know. leap, or were they I'm like just need to be you, shoved? Aaron, would you? Um, let, let, let's get a third-party mediator in okay. here. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I still feel like we we have this bet dangling, and it's okay. awkward. It okay. is it's awkward, dangling. and it is awkward. And I and as a reminder, I think it was in a, a different AUA is where I did surprise Erin for her 40th birthday that yeah. I had bought us tickets to yeah. Taylor Swift that we have still not That we have still not Objection, Your Honor. <laughs> manipulating emotionally the that witness and mediator. evidence you so how, Jamie. So how do you feel? You know, guys, I... I'm going to go. Uh, I see both sides of this. I do, really it's, do. There's a lot of sides to see. So I'm, many see, I'm offering. I'm offering one of those. Like you've jumped over the over. You're gone overboard uh-huh. uh, and you're in, you're in the ocean and you're about to drown under the weight of this gambling debt that you have to pay off. And it's awkward because it's a Prussian prince and pre-Nazi. What I would like to throw you in the form of life raft uh, or uh, a lifesaver is what if you just dress up in any kind of royalty, which is very not not Nazi adjacent, just Uh-oh. any kind of European royalty. I can do that. I feel like that's a fair. Aaron, as the, as a third party media, do you feel well, like I'm that's a, a fair? Princess. Yeah. I'm gonna be a princess. Yeah, no, it does have to be. But, but, it does I, have to be princely. It does have to be princely. It does have to be masculine. I, I would say. Oh, 
yeah, no, you look cute. You looked cute in that costume. I, yeah. I, but I did look like I could I could be a Nazi. My eyes are very light. Sure, right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm yeah. I mean, that's a white that. person thing. Anybody could be a Nazi. You know, like that's just like across the board. But I do think, you know, I, listen, to be fair though, I do think if Aaron and I both dress up in the same Prussian Prince costume. Wait, why, why do I have no, to do No, no, hear, wow. hear me out. That I mm. would look more like a uh, very vile person than you would. Why? I don't know. You just have the brown eyes. I don't I, know. I do like what Jamie's saying is since I've, what the, what she's implying, Aaron, without saying is that because I bought you Taylor Swift tickets, you also have to dress up with me. As, <laughs> I, as I would like to remove myself from this narrative. <laughs> no, I'm dressing you. up like a witch for the Taylor Swift concert. I'm going to be witchy vibes. Willow. Uh, that's yeah. good. I like that. Okay. That, I didn't know that. That's a, that's a move. <laughs> That I, I will want to see documented. So we'll, we'll, we'll continue. We'll continue conversations okay. and negotiations. On By okay. the way, if you want to know, uh, if you want to hear us talk more about true crime in pop culture, in episode 334, we did a whole episode about that. And we'll include a link in the show notes. There you go. Look at that. Okay, next question. Okay, Brittany's book review said, if we had Pedro Pascal winter and Chris Pine spring, what are the two other seasons? God, this was such a good question, and I feel like this is more your 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 baby. So yes. I did want to kind of defer, but I'm I'm interested. No, in I how want you, I, well, I don't want your input. So is this like do you, do you do you say it before, or do you just like experience the fall like the season and then read it and like be like that's well, what we're you, living you in. read it a little bit. You do have some anticipation. So I did know that it would probably be a Pedro Pascal winter because we would have the Last of Us and we would have the Mandalorian coming back. Now this is based on the Jamie Gregoldian calendar, yeah. which. Mm-hmm. Is for the record a Sagittarius moon with a Capricorn rising. Okay, so you know what to do. It's a naughty, but you know how to do it. It's a very naughty calendar system. Now, Pedro, to be fair, has tried very hard to have a Blackberry winter in this situation because the Mandalorian writers are ruining that show. Can we just take a quick moment? Can, what oh are my they God, doing? Thank you so much, Jamie. <laughs> my favorite part was that one episode. Where there's dragons, evidently, and that one dragon was like, F this one kid. F them kids, but this one particular kid. And I'm going to hold him for 36 hours, and I'm going to keep him in my mouth, and I'm going to spit him out, and he's not even slimy, and I don't even know why he's not even slimy, and he's breathing fine. Look, Disney, I know you're listening. We want daddy and baby to sail across space and solve mysteries. We want Veronica Mars in space. That's yeah. what we want. Just make us a procedural. It's so easy to do. Just it's so do e- it. They've turned Baby Yodes into, uh, was it Pete Davidson's Chad on SNL? Uh. Where everyone just like acts and is like, oh, Baby Yoda, you're so freaking cool. And he's like, meow. And like, that's all he does. I read one reviewer who every week grades the closed captioning for Grogu and it'll be like two out of 10. All we got was Grogu coos. Grogu coos again. That's all. It's it's, very The Grogu cooing of the season is like the Stranger Things squelching and like welshing (laughs) from like season four. It's too much. That's exactly right. So here's where I would say I am pretty confident about both of these seasons and what are to come. I do believe that we actually are going to have. Now I'll let you pick which summer you would prefer. Okay. It is either going to be a Margot Rum- Robbie summer or a Ryan Gosling summer because oh. we are getting the Barbie movie in July. See, I, th- I, I, you know what? Uh, bad job by me because I was going heteronormative. I thought this was all dude stuff. I oh, thought that's no. what this was. No, so that's we're, my not, fault. we're not limited. That's my listen, fault. Listen, I can appreciate yep. beauty everywhere, you know? That's right. That's right. I like a Margot Robbie. Listen I think to it's Margot me. Robbie. It's Margot Robbie. So we're going to have a Margot Robbie summer and y'all, fall was a mystery until – at first I was like – could it be a Timothee Chalamet autumn with him? See, and that's where I landed. That's where I landed. Right, I thought because that's where you're going. Dune 2, Dune 2 is coming mm-hmm. out in November. But let me tell you, one of my favorites is returning to the screen. He has been gone for six years. He made one movie 
That was not great. And he's been gone because he got married to a very hot person. And then they had a very hot baby in 2021. And so it is time for the return of Michael Fassbender Fall. Okay. What's he doing? What's he returning to? Oh, so I'm so glad you asked, Knox. What a great question. So, and normally, to be clear, ginger men don't normally grab my heart, but I've been a Fassy fan for a minute. May mm-hmm. I uh, escort you back to 2011 where we got him as a Rochester and Jane Eyre. We got the X-Men first class, the only yeah. one that's good. And then A Dangerous Method with Carl Is June. that the full frontal? That was the yep. full frontal. Yep. Yeah, and Shame. Yeah. We got Shame also in that same mm. year. But he's going to be in two movies this fall. The first one comes out September 23rd. It's called Next Goal Wins, and that is by Taika Watiti. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's about a football coach who's tasked to turning the American Samoa national team in, into a elite squad. And right. so he's playing the coach in that. And then on November 10th, we're getting the newest David Fincher movie, The Killer which is based on a graphic novel about, uh, let me read the, a man solitary and cold, methodical and unencumbered by scruples or regrets. The killer waits in the shadows, watching for his next target. And yet the longer he waits, the more he thinks he's losing his mind, if not his cool. <sighs> is Michael Fassbender the killer in that? He is the killer in that. He's very the killer. I don't see he's, a lot of And David Fincher, like listen, y'all, David Fincher, Fight Club, Seven. Benjamin Button, Social Network, Gone Girl. Yeah, he knows he's, what he's doing. He he, he's, he's very doing. good at his job. So we are going to have a fasty fall. So in, uh, anticipate that as you will. You know what? Um, I'm not saying this, uh, but some people are saying that you uh, might be a better meteorologist than maybe another family member in terms of projecting the weather for the year. So oh my gosh. People are talking. So people are talking about nice. it. nice. Thank you. The one time I'm better than my brother. <laughs> So nice. So the weather's getting warmer, and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even Penthouse Jamie, she's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy. But y'all know how I value quality, and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am super bummed to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable and I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story. Like they have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pop. All right, picture this. It's finally getting warmer and you're picking up the after work run or a workout, but it's 4 p.m. and you're ready for a little snack to keep you going. What you want is something with clean, wholesome ingredients, but it's hard to find a snack that is great on the go and also fills you up enough to make a difference. Get ready to find out how good healthy snacks can taste with Chomps. We're big fans of Chomps at my house because not only is it so easy and convenient, but it's made with natural ingredients that taste great. Whether I'm prepping for recordings or taking one of the kids to one of their many end-of-year activities, I always have a Chomp stick with me. They're also allergy-friendly, so I never have to worry about one of the kids deciding they want to take it with them. Chomp sticks come in 10 delicious, bold flavors, so there's a healthy snack option for everyone 
or grab a variety pack to satisfy your whole family's taste buds. They're even smaller chomplings for a quick snack for any kids in your life. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash popcast. Go to chomps.com slash popcast to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash popcast. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big, small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down, big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago. Making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash popcastpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash popcastpod. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Aura Frames. It's Knox here with your annual reminder that Mother's Day is just around the corner this year. Let's think outside the box a little bit, guys. Forget sweaters, candles, or the dreaded bathrobe. They're also predictable and boring. That's why this year I'm recommending you get an Aura Frame. It's the perfect gift to mix things up and give a gift that shows some real thoughtfulness and is guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. We actually have one of these in our house right now, and we absolutely love it. It only takes about two minutes to set up, and it was super easy. Between all the kids, I was a little worried we'd run out of room, but it has free unlimited storage for photos and videos, and you can invite as many people as you want to contribute to the frame. Now that the kids are a little older, we've added them as contributors to the frame, and it's been really fun to see a few of their photos pop up from events they attend without us. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting auraframes.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code POPCAST at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, up next we have Jess Katie May who said, Fries are the best food on planet Earth. I want to eat fries every day, but not all fries are created equal. Can we do a top three and bottom three ranking? God, this is this is great, and I agree. Like sometimes we try to make it like uh, very difficult and fancy, and like what's the best food? What's the most yeah. nutritional? What's the most enjoyable? It's French fries. It just plainly is French God, fries, so and good. we can acknowledge that they're so good. Um, okay, so let's talk about it. Top three. Okay, now, do you want to go? Do you want to go restaurant? Or do you you want to go style? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I literally Knox put this question in the show notes. I messaged him and said, do you want to do restaurant or type of fry? And he was yeah. like, what, wherever the spirit leads. That's and how th- dare you ask me that question right now? <laughs> Here's the little behind the curtain of the podcast. Um, so it's more interesting to push Jamie off a spot than to tell her where the spot is to go. That's well, the fun of the well, show. Well, joke's on you. I prep both because I knew you would do that. And so what's so what's your fancy? What's your fancy okay. on this? Can I, can I give you my top three just out of the gate? Of course. Okay. So I'm going to go always type of fry, curly fry, place Uh Arby's, top fry for life, curly fry. Second, I like a hand cut. Now that is specific to me. I don't think everybody loves a hand cut fry. Explain a hand cut for the unwashed masses. So you take a knife and you cut the potato by your hand. 
Okay. That okay. felt a little condescending to be honest with you. Aaron, do you agree? Felt a little condescending? Again, I see both sides. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. I'm just, she knows what row we're sitting on. Wow. She knows. The ticket's so, already purchased, Aaron. Okay. She's not yeah, giving me a minute. I can else. get left. They're she, on her phone. You know what I'm right. saying? She I haven't transferred that ticket yet. I'm willing to go back to being an objective third party after April 29th. Wow. That's right. Wow. So hand cut five guys. Five guys. In oh, okay, that five paper. guys. I got yeah, it. So five. it's it's like the it's like the the regular color, but then got the, like the the potato panache on the end, right? Okay. And then you know how they put them in that bag so that you can see what your arteries are going to look like after you finish mm-hmm. the meal. God, I just love it. And then, the five guys burgers are trash. The fries oh, the, are great. No, though. their tra- their fries are amazing. Their burgers are trash. And then this is going to be. A, I'm not. You're not prepared for this. Now, because I just always think McDonald's are a given, but however, I am going to leave them off my list. I'll save that for other people. I'm actually going to pick the seasoned fry. Ooh. Rallies. Okay, yeah. Wing stop. Popeyes, like yeah. Cajun. They're pretty good. But Cookout, really, it's rallies. Really, the Cajun stuff. It's the Cajun. I love a little spice on my fry. That's a so really I love great a call. Fry. Yeah. That's a really great call. I, you know, I, I had curly fries as well. Um, of I actually, I differ from hand cut. I went shoestring. I like a shoestring. A shoestring's a solid choice. Because I like grabbing a bunch of them and feeling like God and eating them and being like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Is this your is- preferred shoestring McDonald's? I'm assuming so. Um, it's, uh, there's a restaurant here. Um, well, there's one in Birmingham too. It's G. Alexander's. They have really good ones. That's oh. a fancy kind, yeah, but then they yeah, also yeah. have, um, what's the steak and shake? Steak and shake has good uh, shoes. Oh, straight. that's true. That's true. I do love if you go fancy. I like a little truffle, a little truffle on my shoes. Okay. Okay. Not a travel guy. Not a travel guy. No. You know? No, I'm a blue collar, lunch pail, punch the clock, How eat the fry. Do not, act, do not act like you are the every man. Man of Come the people. On. Man of the people. I'm not hand cutting, truffling my fries. I'm just eating them like Joe regular, you know? Uh, what's your uh, What's your bottom three? Okay, fries? this is going to be controversial. I'm not prepared for the hate that I'm going to get for this, but okay. it is, uh, it's a waffle fry is overrated. Okay, okay. See, I had a waffle fry as like, the waffle fry in, in theory is great on paper, yes. right? Yeah. However... Yeah. When you get the waffle butt fry, oh, that is – that's what so ruins hurtful. everything because it, it's like it's like I'm going to meet a Jonas brother. That's cool, isn't it? But then you find out it's Frankie Jonas. And it's like, well, this isn't that cool. <laughs> or dad Jonas. Or the man like, Jonas. Yeah, yeah. grown like, man Jonas. Nobody wants that. But, but here's the thing about the waffle fry. I think it's overrated because I think you think because it has more surface area for the condiment, you think yeah. that's better. But the problem is that uh, irrigated – circumference uh-huh, situation uh-huh. whatever yeah. it makes them cold very fast there's a spatial deficit it's very yeah. um uh, there's not a it, thickness there to hold the heat and so they yeah. go cold faster than any other fry and i feel like i would rather if you told me uh, don't check this but i feel like if you had a wheelbarrow full of mcdonald's fries versus waffle fries Pound for pound, you're getting more McDonald's fries. And that's oh. what I want. I want volume. I want I quantity. I want volume. When I go to Chick-fil-A, uh, this is going to shock everyone, I get uh, I get chips. I get chips as my side. You get what? Potato chips? chips? Yeah, I get waffle chips. What? Yeah. No, for the audio, Aaron just wrote a Aaron, message so that I, I don't want to go anywhere with Chick-fil-A you. I with you multiple oh, no. times and I you've know. never gotten chips? No, because, well, because it's, sometimes I'm with you and it's like in the app or you're or doing it from your app and I don't want to be like, you're blaming you get me? me. You're wow, blaming me. No, I'm not. I'm not. We don't, we don't go to the, Chick-fil-A a ton together. You go to Chick-fil-A 18 times for every one time I go to Chick-fil-A. How dare you? That's right. <laughs> hey, and you know what? I just want to take this moment to say thank you for all 11,000 people who told me that I don't have to insert my card uh, into the card reader. <laughs> I could tap it. Each of you were the first one. And thank listen, you. Listen, the person it. who was like, who's even doing this anymore? I actually stood up for you in those DMs and I said, well, you know, for the record, not everybody has tapped to pay at every yeah. place you go. 
Like, yeah, it, you know, to be fair, some of us are the are the poor, gross, regular people who don't don't eat the truffle fries. OK, they just have to insert right, their digital right. currency. OK, but my other bottom two are crinkle fry, crinkle mm. fry. Listen, Shake Shack, too pointy, Raisin Cane's, too soggy. They're both they both suck. So I don't okay. like a crinkle fry. And then my beloved Burger King, you know, I love I eat a Burger King like two, three times a month. I love Burger King. Yeah. I do not get fries. I get onion rings. I get onion rings. Okay, Jason, we got to do the Whopper Whopper music again. Whopper, 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 Junior, Double, Triple, Whopper, Flame Grill taste with perfect toppers. I rule this day. I know everybody doesn't want it, but we're happy People to were really mad about that. They yeah. They were really mad. Okay. Can because I tell you children. how much time? Because of their children. But just sure. started singing it. Yeah. Look, I spent... Um, about three hours trying to remix the Whopper 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 commercial into like matching the beat of our music, and it just never happened. It just didn't uh, happen, you know. Well, well, so, thank you for that effort. Thank you. See, I tried you are really, every man. Really hard. That's what every man is doing right now. That's masculine. That's new masculinity. Okay, okay, guys. Non toxic masculinity. That's right. that's right. So yeah, so Burger King fries. Just as a specific, and I actually don't like a. I would rather have a shoestring mm-hmm. or a tater tot. I would not. I don't like a regular fry unless okay. it's seasoned. I or hand man, cut, like I mentioned before. The crinkle cut is I, I don't mind the Shake Shaft because I I feel like it uh retains its crispiness for a while. Um proprietary probably. Um I do like uh, this is really just kind of what kind of degenerate fry eater are you uh, willing to be? I'm willing to get my fries and put them in the air fryer and add a step to the process. I'm willing really? to invest that time because that's how passionate I am about french fries. What do you do in the, what happens to them in the air fryer? I just got an air fryer. What happens? What do you think happens in an air fryer? Why did you buy it? What Listen, did you think was going to happen? You know what? It, it's a toaster oven that has an air fryer in it. That's true. Right? That's true. But I don't know what the air fryer does. You don't know what I've it actually only, does. You know what? I've like used it once. Well, you know, I here. used it once because like, you know, you know those appetizers you can buy in the frozen food aisle? They say, it'll say air fryer instructions. And I was like, oh, okay. But otherwise yeah. I've never, I've used it that one time. And the hot dog. But the hot dog was really in the toaster oven section okay, when the alarm be honest, went off. Do you think it's going to like fry the thing, like if you put an Oreo, do you think it's going to come out like a circus? Well, why like wouldn't it fry food? it if it says fryer? What is it? Do you, I, is it just a convection oven? Isn't that in a convection oven? If it's just, what's the air fry part of it? There's a look. There's honestly, there's a lot of optionality here. Um, How dare I don't want to get dad voice. This question but there, when you don't even know the answer. <laughs> there That's is so much optionality. Is. What I do, I just use it for crispiness. That's why I'm using it. Crispiness. Oh, okay. Boom. How do you know how long to do it though? I don't know. I just punch in some ideas and it says, uh, now shake it. <laughs> now pull it out and shake it. And I do it. <laughs> to be fair, I once time one time literally voice messaged Kendra Adachi and said, yeah. How much is a drizzle? How much is drizzle? <laughs> yeah. I did not know. Yeah. I did not know. I don't like that. I don't like and that's why I don't like cooks for the most part, other than Brie McCoy. She's like the only cook. And maybe like No, that's it. Uh, Brie McCoy. Because wow. it's you know why? It's like season to taste. I don't even know. Season with what? I have, what are you even I have talking such about? white trash taste. I don't even know what that means. You know, I don't even know what that means. Please That's explain. why I'm here. Yeah, don't don't be like put it in until it's good. What? Yeah, I don't trust yourself. I need instructions. That's why I, I bought your book. <laughs> why would you? I trust myself now. That's right. That's right. I you know I wanted to add potato wedges. Um, I just oh, feel like honor, honorable mention to potato wedges. They're all yes. over the place, and it's too gushy, and I don't want gushy. This is no, you don't things. like them. I love a potato wedge. I'm all about crisp. That's my life. Oh, Crispy, okay. crunchy. I'd rather be a little overcooked than a little undercooked. Aaron, are you about the crisp life or about the potato life? No, I like a. I, I think I've said this before on record, but I really like a soggy boy. Oh. I really like a soggy. <sighs> 
You go uh, to Cracker Barrel and you get the hash browns and they just bring out that white. I don't do hash pale. browns. Disgusting. You hash browns hash are nasty. What? I don't like. Hash you don't browns. like tater tots? The, uh, I don't like tater tots either. I do not like that potato in that form. That's Honestly, I don't appreciate your tone either because no, you I don't really either. And listen, when you when you like something soggy in potato form, you're gonna get soggy in everything. Do you know what I mean? That's how the universe works. No, yeah, that is, the, I, for a second I was like, she's made that sexual. Obviously, you just needed to decode how she made that sexual, and I couldn't. I was like, I don't. Uh, I, I don't think, think she I actually think, did. I think curly I think I fries are disgusting. <gasps> you, <laughs> that is that is so embarrassing. No, it's not. Why are they red? Why are they red? It's the seasoning. It's gross. It's disgusting. Aaron, f- off. Don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry to have to say that, but I think you needed a slap in the face. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. I think you need to be in time. <laughs> Christiana, he's gone. HR, HR. She's gonna write you up for saying that about about curly fries. Why are they red? Oh my okay. gosh, Aaron, that is what a what a tailspin I just went into. <laughs> that was good. Okay, I also, can I can I oh, toss no, in sweet no. potato fries? Sweet potato fries are the worst fries. Oh, as the worst? Yes, hundred yeah. percent. That's the, uh, contrary to what most religious people think, taking someone to a restaurant and saying they have fries, but realizing that those fries are sweet potato fries, yeah, that's absolutely. the most unpardonable sin. And when you get sweet potato fries, guys, I hate to break it to you, but you're not, you're not, quote, being healthy. Like, yeah. they have still been deep fried. Like, yeah. what are you, ta- what do you, th- you think you're better than me? You're not better You're than engaging me. in lukewarm fry culture and you're neither warm nor hot and Jesus would spit you out of his mouth <laughs> is basically how that verse would go. You know? A millstone, if you will, a millstone. <laughs> okay, up next we have Lauren Banders who said, or maybe Lauren B. Anders. Yeah, mm, I, think I, I like know. I like that. Okay, where did Knox finally land on the Sam Claflin Daisy mm. Jones and the Six issue? What was this, the issue? Remind the issue everybody. Is he's a terrible actor, and this is a good part. <laughs> and I wondered if he was going to bring his terrible just whole thing to this part and ruin it. Yeah. And I'm glad that Lauren Banders or B. Anders asked <laughs> me this question because. You know, as as we mentioned with Adnan, this is my, my honor and integrity. It's all I have. My word is my bond. And I, I, I take this very seriously. I try to preserve it at all costs. That's why, unfortunately, I have to be really honest Uh-oh. when I say that his performance was just straight. <laughs> it was it's, it's real bad. You know, already did the F1, so I figured I might as well do the A1 um, and just like really add to Jason's right, editing Right, it's a nice load. texture. I, I, I felt like w- when, I, when I finished the season, I was like, do I think this is the worst match of like actor and and role and or could i think of a, a worse one and i the one i didn't think of a worse one but i thought of an equal one i thought this would be like if if we asked joel osteen to be christian gray it would be a similar match of <laughs> Listen, personality I think he and he might and, surprise and you i think in real life he might already be christian gray i'm willing to think he might be good i'm not willing to think sam claflin was good and he wasn't good it didn't match i just Listen, didn't i didn't enjoy the performance and looking back i watched the finale again when everybody watched the finale and i was like let me watch it again and i really thought the series was good I, like i mm-hmm. liked it but i will i will relent and say i would have liked to have seen somebody else as billy cuz yeah. i think actually riley would hold because I don't even know that she was the perfect casting, but She's I think too flat. she yes. But I think because they had no chemistry, yeah, it made it much more difficult. And again, I will stand by. I do not think as much as y'all want to make Cam- Camilla deserves Emmys. No, she does not. I did like, like her. I did like her a lot. I know. Of course you did. Because she's she looks like your wife. Like she's just a little less hot. I'm not here to talk about wife. the past, Jamie. I'm just here to tell you my opinion on things. You okay, know? but can I give you who? Uh, so listener Morgan Otten Smith mentioned she wished it had been Penn Badgley. Oh, okay. I'll take that. Maybe take I'm that. into that. But let me, you know who I think it should have been. I either think it should have been Aaron Taylor Johnson. 
with an Ooh, American that's accent. That's a great call. Right, yes. right, right. Yes. And then I would even vote, listen, as a twi as a twihard from way back, I don't know if people remember that Robert Pattinson had some demos leaked of songs. And you can listen on Spotify. The song is Let Me Sign. It's two minutes. It's hot. Plus, he dates Karen, the actress who played Karen. They're a couple. They've been a couple yeah. of years. I would have liked to see Robert Pattinson like bulk up a little, get a little bit like some extensions. And I would have liked to seen. I'm in, I'm interested in listening to that. I think that Aaron T Taylor Johnson really has legs. And, and I think that speaks to Sam Claflin. He just doesn't have any grit or dirtbag to him. This is someone who's lived in Pittsburgh his whole life. There's no yinzer to him. This just feels <laughs> like, a, right. like a polo model cosplaying as like a member of Leonard Skinner and it just never worked for me it was like Sam Coughlin either had to learn how to play guitar or he could learn how to have an American accent and yeah. they just let they let him learn guitar I will say have you heard the new version of Honeycomb that's sung by Marcus Mumford and Maren Morris Ooh, no I have not it's very good it's on Amazon Music you can listen for free and then oh I found the best little fun fact from Taylor Jenkins Reid because you know everybody has said this is about Fleetwood Mac and mm -hmm. Taylor Jenkins Reid said that is not what prompted she goes I was inspired as I researched, I was inspired by that concert that they played long after in the Fleetwood Mac and, you know, of course, Silver Spring. But she said the, the actual book was inspired by the Civil Wars. Oh, I didn't know that. Isn't that great? Because she was like, I was so, and this is a quote, I was so intrigued and thought, can I do my own version of the Civil Wars? And wow. then she started researching it and decided to set it in the 70s so that it would have that vibe. But I was like, that's so good. I love interesting. it. Good I know, for her. Interesting. Good, good for, for her. her. I thought the, the Fleetwood Mac was a little cliche, but I'm glad that, uh, that she differentiated it a little bit. That's right. So now we're moving into a new section called Ask AI. Up first, we have Anna Alyssa 15, who said, why are paper towels so big and toilet paper so small? Shouldn't it be opposite given the messes they are expected to clean up? Now, um, we put this in the Ask AI section because some questions just don't have answers. We just don't. We, we're not smart enough to question, answer this. This is a very good question, though. And so I, are you more interested in the question about the paper towels versus the toilet paper or what's going on in her life where she's having such big bathroom situations that she's like, I really could use some paper towels. <laughs> well, first of all, Anna, I would really recommend, they're not even a current sponsor, Hello Tushy, a bidet yeah. will make your life much, much easier. You will not sure. be, I told somebody that I only use fancy toilet paper in the guest bathrooms. Yeah. And they were like, you're, you deserve better. And I was like, no, I just, I'm, I'm just dabbing up. I'm not yeah. like cleaning up because that's what the bidet is for. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's what uh, I think. There's a like. There's two kinds of people in the world: people who have bidets and know how they work, and people who don't and just don't understand how you still get dry or clean from a bidet. But you just <laughs> right. assume it works out. You know, I don't, and I'm one of those people. It's like I have the no sprayer idea. on your kitchen sink takes care of business. Okay, <sighs> but, like, but does it like pressure wash it? Like you're still wet, right? Like you're still dripping. What's the from dabbing? The sprayer. You're just dabbing off the water. But if you're still down there, like dabbing something or wiping something, I just feel like, well, what have we done here? We just like changed one problem for another, you know? What, what problem? Like, I don't know that I'm getting completely clean if I'm dry. You're not going to take a dry piece of toilet paper and then wipe dirt off the ground and think, that got it. That's not You know what, work. though? This is like when in Wally, when they were like, oh, I'm sorry, Wally, when they were like, hey, you clean the planet versus I'm like more master and commander. I'm like, I do. I clean the planet. I am the commander of my ship versus some somebody else spraying my butt and being like, I hope that worked. You well, it's know? not somebody. It's me. I'm That's spraying true. my own butt. That's true. You, but are you but like, do you get like, do you aim it? Or is it just like a setting? No, no, I set it. Button? It's always the same angle. That's what I'm talking I, about, you guys. I'm very consistent. There's not enough understanding of what bidets actually do. There is a distrust, probably in the deep south. And we just don't understand. And we just want a little more clarity. That's all I'm saying. I can admit okay. that. New masculinity. Okay. 
That's what this episode should be called. Now, the, so the, the only answer I, I didn't find a good answer. Chad GPT was like, oh, "Please don't ask me this again." I, I can only answer this in a couple different ways. <laughs> but they did offer something, uh, and they said that consumer goods companies are actually shrinking the size of products now in an effort to maintain profit margins. Because according to John T. Gorville, a marketing professor at Harvard Business School, didn't fact check any of that. Customers have a better grasp of how much an item should cost, but they have no idea what size it should be. So over the last yeah. three years, customers have slowly been shrinking products. Listen, I I knew that was happening because I was like, either my hand has gotten bigger or this hockey <laughs> dots has gotten smaller. What if your hand has gotten bigger, though, also? <laughs> why would it get bigger? <laughs> like, why does that happen? Is that what happens to you? I, I did read once that your ears and nose never, never stop growing. I think That's I read that, too. That's why old people already always have bigger ears. Got them big ears, freaking big <laughs> Years. What if it's like you're not exercising uh, muscles doing uh, toilet wiping stuff because the bidet's doing that? So your hands just get freaking big. <laughs> it's like, like Mickey Mouse glove hands. <laughs> okay, up next we have Rara. Laura Roseman, but it's Rara Losman who said, is time only a concept made by humans? Aaron, do you have any thoughts on this? Uh, thoughts on time and humanity? You know? No. Gosh, she really. sighed sadly. I don't. <laughs> I, I really don't. I wish I did, yeah, but I don't. No, I know. I know. I, I get that. I'm, I'm not there but with you. But time passes. Like, time. <laughs> but time. Keep going. Keep going. Well, There's a nugget there. something, Einstein. Come on. Listen, time passes. Now, how it's measured is for yeah. sure a human concept. Yes. But time as a thing, it is going by all the time, whether we're here or not. That is indisputable. <laughs> and Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly Jamie word for word ChatGPT. That's loop. that's word for word. That's what they said. That's all, like all the technology. I, I, ChatGPT said that according to archaeological evidence, the Babylonians and Egyptians uh, first began to measure time five thousand years ago. Um, so that's they introduced calendars to organize uh, communal activities and public events. And basically, it was like uh, time is a man-made construct to describe, monitor, and control industry and production, which kind of made me sad. Do you think they had a crisp pine spring? I mean. Or they probably had like a Xerxes fall, you know? Yes. They're like, okay. he's big Xerxes vibes here. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Up next, we have And Reynolds, A A N D Reynolds, yeah. Andre mm-hmm. Reynolds, 19, <laughs> <laughs> who said, Where's all the squirrel poop? Think about how many squirrels you've seen in your life and how much squirrel poop you've never seen. What percentage of my body is touching squirrel poop if I lay down under a tree in a park? I read this and I had to walk away. I was like, whoa. I didn't like this. It's like big bong rip energy question on this one. And this is actually a fascinating question. Chat GPT told me, uh, this is word for word. Okay, copy and paste. Okay. Squirrels poop so quickly and while running that it's difficult to notice whether they're doing it or not. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but that's what they said. <laughs> they like pooping from trees and never do it in their nest. Did no squirrels at a nest. Squirrels are remarkable in that they deposit their poop in the same spot throughout time. I feel like the first sentence didn't indicate that, but we'll keep going. That implies that feces can accumulate in huge huge mounds in their chosen location. Squirrels are typically more discreet, so it's uncommon to see their droppings all over the place. Good for squirrels. Thank you for being so thoughtful. Good for squirrels. That's why they have giant hands because they're squirrel bidets, (laughs) and you can just tell they can climb trees because of that. They probably use angels off like me. You That's know, right. They don't That's need right. anything fancy. Listen, we have chipmunks in our community, and I was warned by a list- like a listener that lives in my neighborhood when I moved in said the re- one of the red lights of the neighborhood were the chipmunks. And listen, one of those sh- it's two, it's a pair, it's literally Chip and Dale. And okay. Dale got into the tree outside of my kitchen window and like ran up, and it scared me. And he just looked at me and maintained eye contact. I'm not kidding for 48 seconds. I started like, counting. Was he like, "Shut the f up! Don't <laughs> ever scare me like that." <laughs> 
That's we don't like, do it like that like, here. This is my freaking yard. I've been here a lot longer than you. So, yeah, I, I love it. that. I-, I wanted to add one because we got a question and I wasn't sure if it'd be ready. But I, uh, uh, Deanna Wasson says, does Jet GPT scare anyone else or is it just me? Right. This is a oh, fair yeah. question. And I, I didn't I-, I wanted to do an experiment because I'm a huge fan of all the artificial intelligence yeah, yeah, because yeah. of what it offers, but I'm also terrified of it. Yes. And the biggest reason it terrifies me is let me um, let me play this. So basically, right before we recorded, I fed um, a voice cloning artificial intelligence app, um, okay. uh, just audio of you talking. No, I don't like this. I, I know. don't like it. I know. My name okay. is Jamie Golden, and my favorite actor is Tom Hanks. And listen, <laughs> astrology is dumb, and grilled chicken is the perfect lunch. That's why I'm so scared. She actually sounds better than me. Don't do it. She doesn't. She doesn't. She Aaron, doesn't. Aaron was already nodding. Yeah, she sounds more professional than you. Isn't that scary? And like the more That's I would scary. play it, the better it gets. But I also, like, it's not just you. Um, I went in and see if you can recognize this voice. Okay. okay. Hello, my name is Zach Efron, and you are listening to and loving probably the Popcast with Knox and Jamie. Jamie, will you marry me? Uh- Knox, you're my hero. And Aaron, I love you. He loves you. And he wants to marry you. That's right. Because he, yeah. he knows what's what. He knows what's I know. You're, you're married to a man. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. I went to Vanity Fair and they did an interview with Zach Efron and I just cut out all the other guy. And so I just fed this into the voice cloning thing. And oh, I don't like that. That makes me nervous. I, you just type in the text and that's what it says. That's It's terrifying. See, I saw a Jappy, a Jappy, Jappy what is it called? Jappy, wow. <laughs> Take another run. Maybe you'll get it. I feel like the staring at you right now. Be like, what? I want to call it just GPT. Why do we have to call it chat? We can just say GPT. So GPT, GPT. they had scrambled all the letters of the words, but the the question was like, it was just the letters of each individual word were scrambled. And then chat GPT. (laughs) (laughs) Is this your kryptonite? GPT said, they said, uh, I see that you're trying to ask us the following and you scrambled some of the letters and they knew, like it knew what the actual, like it, without even prompting it, like, can you understand what I'm saying? It was like, yeah, I understand what you're asking. You're asking if I can understand the sentence. And that's what the thing was. GPT, can you understand the sentence if all the letters are scrambled? <gasps> yeah, man, it's, it's like scary. That. I don't often find myself agreeing with Elon Musk, but when he was like, hey, maybe we just take a pause and like figure out what our official intelligence is, I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like I feel like, and I don't trust, listen, I don't trust anyone in Congress to make good rules around this since they don't even know what Wi-Fi is. So <laughs> I, I would only trust, you know, like, I don't know. I just Who, don't trust Congress. I, I wouldn't trust anybody to yeah. understand like artificial intelligence. Like I, I'm just terrified. I just want The Rock to speak into this. That's right. That's right. Okay, up next we have KFlow91 who said, of all the teens in Friday Night Lights, why does Tim Riggins not have a part-time job in high school? His brother supposedly can't keep a job. His dad just sends postcards, but they live in a house with a pool and buy packs of beer every day. I know Coach Taylor has a gambling slash drug problem, according to Knox McCoy, but what is mm-hmm. Tim doing for money in high school? What this a fantastic a question. question. Yeah. And I, I'd never, this is a blind spot. I'd never consider because as a reminder, if, if you, if you haven't heard my, th- I, I mean, I call it a theory, but it's basically, um, agreed. It's basically uh, fact. Yeah. It's nonfiction at this point. It's reality. Coach Taylor at the point, uh, of 2006 when the series begins, um, Coach Taylor obviously has a gambling or drug problem or both because, um, the house that he was living in, it cost $160,000 in 2006. It, uh, coach like Eric Taylor at the program, like he's at and, and who has won state championships and is getting approached for college 
college jobs, he should be raking around uh, ninety to one hundred thousand dollars a year. Tammy, that's a this is a double income uh, situation because as a guidance counselor, Texas guidance counselors made around forty thousand in two thousand six, according to just some data, uh, and then later she became principal, which is seventy five thousand. So if we, if we just run the numbers on his mortgage, right. okay, one hundred sixty thousand dollar house, let's say uh, thirty thousand down. Um, so that's 130, you know, ish thousand that he's getting a loan on 6% rate in 2006. His yeah. mortgage payment is $780 a month and they're bringing in $14,000 a month. Where's all that money going? Where's all that money? It's drug dealers. It's gambling debts. It's, it's all for sure, of that. It's wine. They're spending a lot of it. Definitely on. wine. Definitely yeah. wine. I will say for this question in season four, you know, they start not to spoil it, but it has uh-huh. been a decade. They start running Riggins Rigs. Yeah, that's right. And, that's right. and then they know we they turn it into a chop shop. Yeah. But I did think don't don't like when uh, and Erin can speak to this. She's from Texas. But uh, when you're a sports star in a small town, don't you think everybody's just like here have beer, here have here. free things? Like uh, boosters are just mystery. And I also think there's something about not only a star football player but also hot people. I feel like hot mis- people mysteriously get stuff for free all the time. That's what, where the original influencer came from. Yeah, I mean, I, the, there is a there is a a pretty boy sport privilege. Did you happens. get any free stuff as the mascot at your high school? <clears throat> Sadly, I did not. Oh, Aaron was a varsity tennis player, though. I'm sure that was super lucrative, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, just as just as lucrative. As you Listen, can my imagine. favorite part of her being a varsity because her obviously it was her birthday, and her mom posted this beautiful carousel of photos of her as a child, and the only photo of her as a tennis player is her grimacing walking mm. away from another player and it's blurry no, and i was had, like did we, y'all not take pictures no we did we were giving each other high fives that's what we were doing why was it down low why are you <laughs> and why are you doing it down, down low, low now <laughs> what you're supposed to do? she's like i go down low where my ankle hurts because it, <laughs> exactly. it's easier i gotta protect it i gotta send more air flow down that's right Listen, jamie you you've you've uh, uh approached two, uh, two of the three ideas of how he made money okay. okay number one it's handouts from buddy garrity you're exactly right booster right. stuff just like the hundred dollar handshake stuff like that um i think you know we did get that like um subplot of him just uh having like a lot of sex with his like uh single mother neighbor or something oh, yeah, so i feel like right. there's probably like low-key escort situation going yeah, on there yeah, yeah. you know i would like if they called it like plug and play or something like or plug and pay or something like that, you know, I feel like that was probably in the mix. But this is actually found this out in some research. Billy Riggins, one of my favorite just stupid characters oh, of the show, perfect. he was um, uh, his like it, it's a tragic story for him because he was just about to obtain his PGA card um, and pursue a professional golf career when their dad left and Billy had to become the sole guardian of his younger brother, which if Billy Riggins was on the PGA tour right now, that would be the greatest moment of my life. Oh. But there's a hundred percent chance that he's going to the clubs, hustling dudes for money, um, or being paid to like be, uh, in tournaments with people so that they can win the, the pots, uh, okay. at, at some of the golf tournaments. Okay. So I feel like th- those three things are how they pay the bills. Yeah. I don't think that's, it's such a mystery. And listen, if you've never watched Friday night lights, do you know that you can stream it on Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, or Peacock? Wow, all like of those. Like, it's on all four of those. So, uh, and uh, do you, I always tell people to only watch the first and the last episode of season two, to not oh, watch no. any of the middle. I say season two is the only thing you should watch God, because it's incredible. It. No, it's incredible. It's incredible. Okay. Yeah. Up next, we have MJ Fully Fabulous. He said, Seth Cohen is married to Blair Waldorf in real life. Which teen drama characters would you cross over to date or interact with each other on the show or in real life? I love this question this so much. This is a great question. And I wanted to permission to play with the times uh, time space continuum. Am I allowed oh, to I like time that. travel? Yes, people? of course, always, always. Okay, I, I have um, uh, after the episode and say by the bell where Zach Morris discovered 
he was like 1% Native American and he dressed up in, as Native American, uh-huh. he probably needs to let the cancel culture heat die down. So he transfers for a semester and he oh. goes to the Harbor School and he interns at the Newport Group on the OC. Yeah, he does. And this is probably where Jesse and Kelly transferred to their senior year, which is, explains why they uh, were just completely absent and say by the bell their senior year. But there, Zach and Seth Cohen are rivals for summer before becoming best friends. I've watched that. Oh, I kind of love that story. I would have loved a crossover like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I put together three three pairings in a classic way. You tell me which one you would like to keep. Okay. Okay. First up, Rory Gilmore. And I'm going to put her with Spike from Buffy because I think she needs an education that Chilton and Yale cannot <laughs> sure. provide. Do you know what I, I actually mean? think she'd be pretty helpful. She's just never been tested, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. Okay. Second choice, Moesha dates Chuck Bass. Power couple. Oh. She's a star. He does the dirty work. And by dirty work, I mean three R's. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> like, I think they're a cute, like, I think yeah. they're a cute couple. But this is my favorite. And it's the most current one. I would like to see Misty from Yellow Jackets as a teenager. Okay. Pair with Nate from Euphoria. Because oh. what she could do to him oh my God. would bring me a lot of joy. She's like, we're going to get some revenge on your dad. Yeah. We're just She's like, first of revenge. all, we're going to make this punch. Hand me the ladle. <laughs> and then I'm going to ruin your life. Like, how? Gonna... What's your tolerance on mushrooms? Like, what are we talking about? Pretty tolerant or not tolerant? I think that's <laughs> If I, think I that's put this in your cigarette, will it, will it kill you? Maybe. See, that's, but that's I don't want her to kill him. I don't want her to kill him. I no. want her to torture him. Yes. And make do him you... think that something is wrong. And spent a lot of time in doctor's waiting rooms. And yeah. they're just like, we can't figure it out. And she's like, wow, honey, I love you, but what's wow. up? It's so difficult. I also, I went I went to Euphoria too. And I thought, oh, okay. I want to see Troy Bolton transfer to the high school in Euphoria. Uh-oh. Because he heard their theater program is very student-led, very hands-off, very laissez-faire. Um, and he can just kind of do whatever he wants. And he, he just wants to get some reps before he goes to theater school. You think he'd end up with Rue? No, I don't. No. <laughs> I don't. I actually think he'd be a bad fit. I think he'd yeah. be like, everyone's depressed. Everyone's on drugs. And I have to start dealing drugs because Fesco's the only person who's nice to me. Man, no one at this high school sings. Everyone is depressed and on drugs. And I have to start dealing drugs because Fesco is the only person who is nice to me. And he would just be like, it'd be like real fish out of water. But I think yeah, he'd be fine. that's fair. That's fair. Uh, next one is Tia S. Reed says, since Hollywood can't seem to make an original movie to save its life, I'd love to hear your dream cast for remakes of classic movies. Knox's favorite. Who mm. would you cast in remakes of movies like The Princess Bride, Some Like It Hot, or The Wizard of Oz? Which one? Which one? Did one in particular jump out as like, I, no, I, really I, I didn't choose any of those. I didn't okay. like any of those. And I picked White Christmas. Okay. Can, can I hear that one? Yes. So I love White Christmas. So I'm going to replace the five. In, uh, uh, have you seen White Christmas? Have you ever watched White Christmas? I, I wish Bing I could Crosby, No, Rosemary definitely Queen. haven't. Aaron, definitely have haven't. you seen White Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. Like a okay. million times. Then, oh, okay. oh, oh, I'm sorry. Am I getting a judgmental voice from Aaron? <laughs> the second time in this episode about movies? Is this <laughs> really happening? Incredible. I mean, it's just like a, an institution, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 Top Gun. Talk First to me all, later. Aaron, how how old would you guess Bing Crosby is in White Christmas? He's gotta be like 75. He's 51. He's so old. And guess how old Major General Tom Waverly is? He's probably like the same age. 51! <laughs> Y'all! Listen, Danny Kay is 43. Rosemary Clooney is, how old is Rosemary Clooney? She's probably like 36. 26. What? <laughs> she looks so so old. Looks so old. And Vera Ellen, who plays Judy, is 33. Okay, that was just important for context. But I'm going sure. to ignore all those ages. So yeah. <laughs> pretend I didn't bring that up. Anyway, I'm going to do a remake. Same concept. Not changing the script. Everything's the same. But Bing Crosby, because you got to have actors who can sing and maybe dance. Bing Crosby. So Bob Wallace is going to be Donald Glover. 
Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. And then Danny Kaye is going to be Tom Holland. Okay. Mm. Okay. 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 And then Rosemary Clooney's part, I will give you a choice. You can have Flo Pugh. Okay. Or Ariana DeBose. Who, who, I forgot who's playing. Oh, it's Donald Glover. Uh, I choose Flo Pugh. Flo Pugh. Okay. I have a and question. Then, you really think Donald Glover's like, I want to be in a movie called White Christmas and I'm going to be happy. No, that's why he wants to do it. He <laughs> wants to flip it it's on a Deconstructed. Okay, I got and it. And then Vera Ellen, who's Judy Zendaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. really want Zendaya and Tom Holland to kiss on three. Right, let's do it. And then, <laughs> and then I'm going to make Major General Tom Waverly. Samuel L. Jackson. Okay, I like all that. Isn't that good? I worked really I, hard. I mean, on I don't that. know because I don't. I never saw the original, but it sounds good. It sounds I really good. I believe you have not seen White Christmas. It is magical. I sister. think you would really like it, sister. You know, I did a performance of Sisters in I did, high school. I, not, I did not doubt that. <laughs> As conjoined twins attached at the butt. <laughs> that were <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, you did both parts? You, you really did both? Sense. No, you no, no, and another best friend. Did y'all tie yourselves together? We made a special skirt. <laughs> was there like a piece of dialogue that's like, oh, no, <laughs> we're conjoined at the butts? No, it was just we just sang sisters as conjoined twins attached at the butt. And we look completely different. It is actually funny. It's actually funny. Thank you. Yeah. Because there is a funny component to that. But it was, but a was there narrative at attention? on Broadway. <laughs> Like did did they did did people say like they're conjoined at the butt? Like did you know that about them? Oh yeah, or was it no, just... you knew that. Yeah, like we played it up. No, but like, did someone say it? Did someone say like, "Shucks, you're sure a role model for being conjoined at the butt"? His table. No, we didn't need to. It was very obvious. <laughs> like, show not tell. Show not show tell. Not tell. Not. They are actors on the great Broadway of Amarillo. It was Canyon. Just, Canyon. She gets mad it was when I say done Amarillo. in the cafeteria. Just on strutting our stage. and fretting their time so. upon the stage, as as one does. <laughs> okay, which movie did you pick from? Uh, you know, yes. I I don't I didn't really land on one in particular because these are old movies and. Uh, movies suck but i just i, I was building movies, y'all. I, I really wanted to do wizard of oz and my big idea was instead of glenda the good witch it's just glenn the good witch and it's glenn powell and like that's <laughs> <laughs> no, listen next to his agent nobody yeah. rides harder for glenn powell than you you glenn, want good things for him get at me bro i can help you. i can't help you but i no, want good things for you I you do, know yeah yeah so okay. that's where it is um okay well that is our uh, qt and a's i feel like we answered basically every single oh, one we're so them. helpful you're welcome everybody you're all so welcome for all of that. Uh, and if you have thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions, please let us know. Noxtreme.com slash 499. Uh, all right, Jamie, you want to do some lights? <gasps> Let's do some lights. All right. What is your red light this week? Okay. My red light this week is because it is Easter. It's Holy Week. And obviously, we are always very connected to the Holy Liturgical Calendar. So <laughs> we, I am red lighting people who celebrate Easter incorrectly. Just for the record, that's people okay. who eat. Okay, and, and just for the for the note, Easter is the superior Christian holiday in terms it's of theology. True. If you're it's a Christian true. who places Christmas above Easter, I look forward to visiting you in heaven in your 300 square foot basement apartment. Okay, no, th- it's not the superior one. It's the same it reason is. why people talk about going and killing baby Hitler because you know what doesn't happen if there's no baby Hitler, the bad big Hitler stuff. Okay, no, so if there's no he, baby Jesus. The, the resurrection Jesus. matters more than the birth. It but does. You can't, Jamie can't resurrect nothing if you don't got nothing to resurrect. You, you don't know think what I mean? Je- you don't think Jesus could have been here without being born? You he think they're have. just looking around like, oh he gosh, just walked out of the woods. Aaron, Peter, Jenner, your next him. man up. I, I, I have to. I, I again, I see both sides. <laughs> you know what that's about? Have to she, rebuke Jamie on this one. Why? Yeah, you you can't have you can't have a resurrection you if think, you don't have a birth. So on record, you think Christmas is better than Easter? No, that's not yeah. what I said. Yeah. The, the yeah, question was the question was is can you have a resurrection okay, without a birth? New question: 
Is Christmas better than Easter? I just see both sides. I really do. Listen, you know what? You you know what you get with Christmas? You get snow and you get good food and candy. You get Easter, you get terrible candy, you get pollen, and you get uh, uh, fuzzy theology. Listen, you know what else? For some people. Well, I agree with that. There's some downsides to Easter. That's my red light, right? Ham, gross. Plastic yeah. grass in baskets. That's why we have tornadoes year round now, guys. The climate yeah. is because of that plastic grass. Tell it to the turtles. Helicopters the turtles dropping eggs. Helicopters at churches dropping <sighs> eggs. Listen to me right now. If you work at a church, you know what might work better at getting folks interested in church? Loving you, loving your neighbor as yourself. Okay? okay? I do love helicopters okay. dropping eggs. I no, feel like we don't. could subcontract listen, that out to drones at this point, but I do I, like the visual. Listen, also pastels. Can we just be honest that I do not think pastels capture the resurrection? Can we just be honest about that? Like yeah. they don't. So, That's from Satan right there. Also, don't you have a kid? What's, what's your kid's story? I think it's one of my favorite misheard lyrics story. One of your kids at Easter, like when they were in preschool? One of one of my children wanted to participate in a big way in, in some of the songs that were being sung at Easter. And the the, the child in question, just, you know, uh, at that point, we hadn't really covered the resurrection stuff. So th- their choice of lyric was, instead of like on that mighty resurrection day, was um, to celebrate on that mighty erection day. And we were just like, <laughs> hey, that's... That's not it. Well, to That's be fair, somebody probably was erect that day. I mean, if you're playing the odds, I don't you're know that it was right. mighty. Is it ever? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Just gonna let that sit out there. Yikes! <laughs> like, <laughs> Happy Easter, everybody. Okay, Knox, what's your red light? My red light is, um, I, I think I, I, I'm okay being the brave freedom fighter out here, one <laughs> justice for Drew Barrymore. I don't understand why we're getting a second murder mystery. When the first murder mystery with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston, uh, do you know what the Rotten Tomato score was on this? Oh, 21? It was, it was 44, which is a little oh. better. It's not good. It's still it's, not that's good. That's really bad. That's still but bad. It was, it was one of those things. I can't, I, cannot, I can't even think of anything we agree on anymore. You know, like we're just as a, as a society, as a culture, as a species, we're so split on everything. But this is murder mystery one was something that both the critics and the audience agreed was 44% good, okay? And I think that tells you something. So I don't know why we're getting a second one. And I do, like, I even read some of the reviews. Uh, the AV Club's critic of the original said, Murder Mystery isn't going to dispel the long-standing rumor that the Sandman mostly makes movies as an excuse to go on paid vacations. That's not a great review of your movie. Uh, RogerEber.com said, Just entertaining enough to make you wish it was good. And then John DeForce said, Murder on the Borean Express, freaking roasted in your face. And this gets a sequel. And not only gets a sequel... But it gets Jennifer Aniston. I don't understand. I don't understand. Jennifer Aniston's in the first murder mystery. No, I know. But like, why is she in the first one? Why isn't this Drew Barrymore? Listen, I'll tell you exactly. Uh, it should be Drew Barrymore. Drew, Drew Barrymore is a treasure. She had a her cast from Ever After come back. And Melanie Linsky dressed as she was Cinderella's <laughs> stepsister. It was magical. And then Melanie Linsky and her husband, Jason Ritter, talked about their marriage and how he was like, I never thought I could earn her because I was an alcoholic. And then I got clean. And then and they cried together. And it was so precious. Anyway. He's going to be the new Matlock. Did you see that? With Kathy Jason Bates. Ritter is? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, isn't that fun? Anyway, here's the problem with the murder mystery at the heart of it is because now Jennifer Aniston does interviews where she says things like, quote, I don't think there was a sensitivity like there is now for friends that Gen Z thinks it's offensive. Do you think they think it's offensive because there was ne'er a person of color in <laughs> 10 years on that show except for Aisha Tyler? Like, it's it's actually a pretty good interview because uh, it got some of the stuff that gets taken out of context is not good for her. True, but true. in totality, I was like, oh, okay, I, I understand what she's saying here. But I just I don't understand. She was on Friends. Why is she? Why why are we to believe 
that she has chosen to couple with Adam Sandler. I think she likes working with Adam Sandler because it's like low key and it's laughs and it's fun. And he always talks about that. His sets are very easygoing and like they have a good time and they don't work too hard. And like, and this, I understand why Adam Sandler does it because you're getting Jennifer Aniston, but like Jennifer Aniston, it's like uh, having a Ducati in front of a trailer, like a rundown trailer. I think it's like, you don't need to do this. I think she just wants to go to a nice place and earn a little extra money. And, I think she just goes, you know what? I could scream on uh, the morning show or I could sit by mm. a pool for Murder Mystery 2. That's what I, I just, would rather do. I feel like we should be, uh, the people's voice should be heard and we should force the issue with like, hey, Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling, y'all got to do more stuff together. Sorry. It's just our choice on this one. And yeah, I feel like Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore, there's good chemistry. They told good stories. They were believable together. Um, I don't know. I don't know why Drew Barrymore is in this. It's ridiculous. That's right. I agree. I agree. Um, okay, what's your green light this week? Okay, I have two. My first one is the new movie Dungeons and Dragons, colon, Honor Among Thieves. Listen, I had hoped it would be good because obviously I have, we're in Chris Pine Spring. I have an affection for him. I did think, do I have blinders on? But then everybody in this theater was laughing mm-hmm. on and on and on and on. It was a raucous good time. And I realized one of the things is I really love the fantasy genre, but you don't have any fantasy genre that's not sad and depressing yeah. for the most part on you know TV. So having this, other than like what we do in the shadows, this is like a fun um And you do not have to understand Dungeons and Dragons to enjoy this movie. And look, I think there's a huge risk in an ensemble like this because there's going to be a weak link or, but listen, everybody was good. Reggae John Vage, he was good. Listen, the secret sauce was Sophia Lillis, who plays Doric, a shape-shifting druid. She was a scene stealer. I will tell you, Chris, Chris Pine throwing a million miles an hour like oh, he is so, good, so good and there is a surprising heartfeltness to it but with a movie like this i always think are they going to shortchange the visual effects because this is it this is heavy in visual effects because i was like it's gonna be like cats or justice league is this gonna oh, be bad yeah and we agree you got to get those cats buttholes that's what makes them more realistic. <laughs> that's right well they the fx are uh, uh, fantastic i do think kids would like it there were a lot of like younger like i don't know what what, what are they called when they're like 12 what are they called when they're 12 and under? Mids. Did we talk yeah. about their mids? Mid-kids? Mid kids? Mid adults. They're mid-adults. like mid kids. So I think a check commonsensemedia.org, obviously. I, I don't know what your kids are into, but uh, sure. and if they're okay, if they're safe. I don't know. What <laughs> I don't know how to protect your children. So uh, so that's my first recommendation. Go see it in the theater. Get your popcorn. Get your icy. It's magical. And so then, wait, but, but are you saying there are VX, VFX buttholes or not? Or you don't no. know? No. No, I didn't see any VFX about buttholes. So they could be, they're probably there, but you don't know. You can't confirm. No, they're covered by, you know, a bard's whatever. But you know, you know that? You know that they're covered? Well, I you're never saw them. So I know they're, I'm assuming they're covered because I never saw the buttholes. So Common Sense Media, if you're listening, unclear, unclear. <laughs> That's right. Okay. And then my second green light is a brand new book called The Life Council by Laura Tremaine, colon, 10 Friends every woman needs. Look, I here's the thing. I know Laura, I'm fully transparent. I know Laura Tremaine in real life. I'm actually in this book twice because I'm two of the friends you need. But to be fair, this book is excellent. I have lots of friends who write books and I don't always talk about them. You know what I mean? So this book is absolutely fantastic because I do think one of the hardest things to do as an adult is to make friends because there is this group of people who are like, these are my friends, no new friends. And I can be that way in seasons. But uh, or they're friends who are only friends with their high school and college friends. And they're like, ah, oh, history. We love it. We just know each other. It's like, you know, and they're not willing to make new friends. But I, I would say always go out and try to make new friends because I made new friends with Aaron like 
13 years ago. Actually, she came after me. She's, she like solicited me. But then I went willingly and very excitedly. And we've been friends ever since. So Aaron, it was fun. Aaron is, one of the chapters is you need a friend that's a password protector. That's me that, for you. That is Aaron. <laughs> Upon my death, Aaron will lock down all them accounts. Mm-hmm. She'll get that phone uh, secured. No one's going to wish me happy birthday on my dead Instagram. <laughs> God. Okay. And then the other thing is, I think this is a good book if you have a lot of friends, but it feels it feels like there's a, a role missing. If you've been through a friendship breakup and you haven't recovered, if you have don't know how to be a good friend or manage friendship group dynamics or make friends on the internet, I think it's I think it will help you fill those seats at your table. It's very short. It's very fun. You can get it on ebook, paperback, hardback. An audiobook, Laura reads it. She's a great, she's a great voice. So um, that's my other green light. What's your green light this week? My green light, I've got two. Uh, the first one is Lucky Hank on AMC, starring oh, Bob yeah, Odenkirk. I really like it. It's um, uh, well, it, so basically, it's it's an adaptation from Richard Russo's book, I think called Straight Man. Um, and Bob Odenkirk stars as Hank. Um, he's the chair of an English department in Pensil- Pennsylvania. Um, it has notes of the chair. Um, oh, I that love was on chair. Netflix. Yeah, not as serious though. It has more of oh, okay. a sitcommy vibe and look than it does like a prestige show. And it's it's a half hour, I, I believe. Toby from The Office. Uh, is one of the producers, so it has oh. that like a, a comedic slant. And then um, Oscar from the uh, from the office is um, uh, the dean of the college where they work okay. at. So that kind of tells you the kind of I don't know sof- uh, comedic sophistication we're talking about here. Um, but you know, I don't think this is going to be for everybody. Uh, obviously, as an English major, I'm uh, particularly prone to TV shows and stories like this. Like the second episode is about George Saunders, um, not the literal George uh, Saunders, but like a character playing George Saunders. So oh, it's, okay. it's pandering to a certain kind of person, I think. But I, I'm, I am kind of enjoying just very low stakes, very like non-mushroom zombie, non-cannibalism, non-billionaire succession uh, <laughs> plan storytelling, where it's just yeah. like these are some people who, you know, they might be a little sad. They might be a little happy. Their job might suck a little bit, but it's mostly kind of fine, you know? So yeah. this is this is kind of filling that spot in a it kind of like where Party Down is of just fun, um, kind of easy breezy TV. So I think if you like any of those things, you'll enjoy Lucky Hank on AMC. And I'm also gonna um green light this is a uh, it's a podcast series. So you have a day pass to listen to five episodes of this podcast. Okay. And it's called American History Tellers. They recently did a five episode arc on Aaron Burr. And uh, they do like his life uh, during the revolution, you know, before the revolution, during the revolution uh, and up to the Hamilton duel. But then they also spend a ton of time on all the hijinks and melodrama he gets up to after, including uh, treason and trying to start like his own empire using the uh, the Spanish, going to New Orleans, mixing up with Andrew Jackson. Really interesting stuff. Uh, this is from Wondery, not a sponsor because they never sponsor anything we do or even talk to us about it. Um <laughs> But it's really good. It's from Lizzie Graham. Uh, he does. Uh, uh, he makes a ton of podcasts that I really enjoy and love. But if you like history, you'll really love this series on Amber. Oh, those are great recommendations. Um, okay, well, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. And before you go, remember anytime you do shopping on Amazon, make sure you go to Amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first. You purchase our affiliate link. If you're item purchase using that link this week was, Jamie, this is Funko Pop exclamation point Grogu. Oh my gosh, it's the Funko Pop of Grogu and he's eating cookies. It is fantastic. Guys, it has 6,000 ratings, 4.9 stars. It was actually really difficult to find a twist in these because there weren't a lot of questions. There, there, were, there were zero one-star and two-star reviews. But I did find a three-star review from Ruth Sanchez who said, the colors are just not the same. 
This one is more phosphorescent in the color of its eyes and ears. In addition to the fact that the spring comes in too high and makes the neck weird. I don't like it. <laughs> she did include photos if you want to see that weird neck. So just I kind of do now. I kind of yeah, do. Yeah, you kind of do. All right, you guys. Don't forget that live show tickets are already on sale for BFOX over on Patreon. You can grab your code there. And tickets go on sale to the general public next Wednesday, April 12th at 10 a.m. Central. You can go to noxandjamie.com slash live and get all the details about our two shows that are happening in September. I'm Jamie Golden. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jamie B. Golden. I'm Knox McCoy. If I'm on socials at Knox McCoy, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. This episode is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know, or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate R2 Dusty in honor of this most holy day of the year. And then I found out that Pear Eyewear just launched a Star Wars themed collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead, because the force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient, I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. And whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair and support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com, code POP.